it's up to you and me to shine a guiding light and lead the way. United by our cause, we have the power to pursue what we believe. We'll achieve the realization of our dreams. Hello, welcome to this week's episode of New Horizons. I'm Vaughan Benison. Thanks for your company. This week we speak with outgoing president of Blind Citizens Australia, John Simpson. Firstly, John, a big congratulations on the annual general meeting on uh, Saturday. You must have been uh, happy with how it went. I was Vaughan, but yes, this is uh, a president, now past president of the BCA, who's uh, speaking with you. Uh, coming back to the AGM, it was a fantastic day. To have 77 connections via Zoom, Vaughan, for an annual general meeting on its own, you know, in the past they've been associated with a convention or something like that, or at least a Christmas function, but to get 77, and in fact it was more than 77 because there were some double ups on the lines, but to, to have that many people um, give time on a Saturday for the organisation's AGM when there was nothing contentious is absolutely fantastic. I'm really keen to find out about your presidency, not from, I guess, not from the point of view of the things that happened during that time, because there's plenty of New Horizons episodes and plenty of other things that uh, that people can listen to where you talk about uh, different board meetings and annual general meetings and uh, all of the experiences that you've had throughout your presidency. I'm really keen to understand, from your point of view, what it's been like. How did it differ from your expectations? I think the level of achievement over the last five years is is the first and most important thing to say. Not achievement for me, but the progress that the organisation has uh, has gone through in that period of time and its ability to react to things like the COVID lockdowns and the, the fact that our branches and our members couldn't come together. I think that the, the development of the organisation as a truly national organisation has actually benefited from the COVID regime, as we might call it, Vaughan. Did you find that uh, managing the board and developing the uh, the board charter and all of the other uh, documentation and policy work that you've done over the last five years, do you feel that that was uh, something that you expected to have to do? Uh, well, it was something I set my sights to have to do. Um, sadly, when I got re-involved and you'll remember personally being part of these discussions, but when I got re-involved, there was a lack of um, priorities given to some of these internal matters in terms of the way that the organisation functioned and particularly the way that it related to its members. And I think that that's the most um, um, important thing to come out of this discussion is that I think that over that time, Vaughan, the... Uh, the the reconnection to the membership and our ability to listen to and learn from our members and respond accordingly um, has been a fantastic development for the organisation. Um, and that's something that you'd sort of have to play by ear as, as things unfold. I mean, going back to before I was actually president, but when I reconnected with the board in 2015, there was a real need to... Uh, um, turn around the thinking in many parts of the organisation to go back to, hey, what are our members saying? What can our former leaders offer us in terms of advice and support in pretty tricky times? And you'll remember well the um, 
leadership summit that we held in 2015 and the way that you know around 45 members of the organization just got together over a Friday to Sunday and gave fully of themselves because they were all committed to the organization and its need to progress and develop from the point that it was at then. What would you say has been the hardest part of being a president? Would it be the the amount of extra work you've had to do? Because it, it's it's been said that uh, being the president of an organisation like Blind Citizens Australia is uh, the only time you'll ever do a full-time job without getting paid for it, except for when you're a parent. <laughs> yes, yes, the parent analogy is, is worth thinking about sometimes. Um, I guess my experience, Vaughan, was such that I already understood that if I was going to be president, it was a commitment that I needed to make, understanding the consistency of the involvement. Being president and, in fact, being a director of an organisation like BCA requires someone to understand that it's not something that you can switch on and switch off. You can't control when things are going to happen when you're negotiating with governments, with the blindness agencies, with the broader disability sector, with organisations like the major television networks about audio descriptions. Things happen at their pace. And if you as president are not tuned in and ready to respond, no matter how hard it might seem at the time, but if you're not ready to actually take up the challenge then, then you miss the opportunity. So that was the, the, the basic belief that I went into the role with, and I think it's proven uh, true. So I wasn't surprised by that. Um, Certainly was surprised by some of the things that we've achieved, Um, frustrated by many of the things that haven't gone as well as we would want. It's the human side of things that always gets to you most. Um, When you, you know, you you hear of particular um, situations that, that need Um, your attention as president. And I'm not talking about the advocacy service, which is totally confidential to our professional staff, but working with a board, um, with senior staff, with other leaders across the organisation and dealing with the fact that just as they're ready to take some big big step forward, something happens and you you need to be able to support them. Those things um, always bring you up short, despite the fact that you've got a broader understanding of the consistency of the position. What are your plans for the future? Well, not really set yet, Vaughan. I'm <laughs> enjoying this week after the uh, the last AGM, uh, although there was still a bit of winding up to do. Um, of course, I stay on the board as past president for another 12 months before I need to think about things like standing for re-election or anything like that. I've made a commitment to Fiona, our incoming president, to be there to do some of the things that otherwise don't get done. There's a need to um, re-examine our constitution and our governance documents just as much as anything uh, because the model constitution of uh, that's put out by the Australian uh, Charities and Not-for-Profits Commission has changed, so we need to bring ourselves into line with that. We need to deal with the fact that the formalised structure of branches and so forth, the expectations of members in terms of coming together as groups within the organisation, all those things have changed and we've got to reflect that. 
So that's the sort of work that I can do while Fiona leads the board in the more uh, pressing and immediate things. So I'll do that sort of thing. Um, I've undertaken to mentor some of our uh, board members in, in leadership roles. I'll do some work around honouring our uh, uh, leaders and high achievers over the years and putting some stuff together in that area. So those sorts of um, tasks that really only get done in an organisation when there's an immediate past president who can bring their experience and their availability to those sorts of aspects of the organisation. What words of advice would you give to uh, to the incoming president, Fiona Woods, and uh, indeed to anybody else who's considering taking on the mantle of president of an organisation like PCA? Oh, I think the first thing is, uh, what I've already said, Vaughan, is um, you, you, you've got to understand that it's far better and far more productive to stay in touch, to uh, uh, keep up to date with things, to do the reading, to have the conversations with your CEO and whoever else, your board members and so forth, so that you stay ahead of the organisation and its needs rather than having to always uh, respond from a, from a uh, position of defence. Now, before we finish up, John, I believe that uh, you have a very exciting announcement to make. Well, we do, Vaughan, because it is a time of change for the organisation and uh, pleased to announce that uh, after an extensive ex- uh, recruitment process, the board this week has just approved the appointment of our new CEO. And I'm delighted to say that it is our current general manager of projects and engagement, Sally Orish. And uh, I'm sure, Sally, that you, just like I, am really enthusiastic about your opportunity in this new role. So congratulations. And uh, once Sally starts in uh, early January, we'll, we'll have a more in-depth discussion about her hopes and uh, and dreams for her, her term as the CEO. But, uh, John, it was commented at the AGM that uh, some people thought that your crowning achievement of your career was uh, the WBU in 2000. I think it's fair to say that uh, to some extent that's been overshadowed by your uh, five, nearly six years as, as President of Blind Citizens Australia. And I congratulate you on behalf of all of the members for the huge achievement that you and your board and your staff team have uh, have made over that, uh, that five years or so. And from a personal perspective, and on behalf of all of the listeners to the New Horizons radio program and podcast... I want to thank you for your advocacy around the program and for your support of me and of what the program stands for over the last six years or so that I've been running the program. It has been much appreciated and I think that the program is all the stronger for, for the, the effort and the work that you've put into uh, to helping us to make the program what it is today. Thanks, Vaughan. Yes, look, the World Blind Union General Assembly I always thought of was my crowning achievement. But when I think back on it now, it was a time-limited experience. Once the General Assembly was over, the organisation, World Blind Union, went on to other things and so forth. Whereas this last uh, seven years since I re-engaged with the board has been a fantastic growth period for the organisation and sets the organisation up uh, for the future. Um, Thanks also for mentioning the staff and the board because... A president can only be as good as the people who are there to support them, and I've had the most that anyone could ask from in terms of support from Emma as CEO, all of the staff, my board colleagues, and, of course, it's the members who put me there and kept me there, 
So uh, thank you uh, to everyone for that. And after that exciting announcement, let's hear from Sally Orish. Sally, congratulations on the recent announcement of uh, your ascendancy, I guess, to the CEO role. You must be really excited. Yeah, Vaughan, thank you so much. I, I am. I'm very excited and really looking forward to the opportunity. What do you think it means for you to be the CEO? You have for some time been the Manager of Projects and Engagement and you had a bit of a stint as CEO when uh, Emma Benison stepped down to take some leave earlier in the year. So how do you feel that sets you up for this role? I've worked very closely with a lot of the BCA team um, and have worked in collaboration with with the rest of the team over time. Uh, And I've also had a little bit of a uh, sneak peek, I guess, at at what the role looks like when you do it in its full capacity. So those those two opportunities have have really been vital in helping me, um, yeah, build the skills to, to know what I'm in for. I understand uh, early in January you'll be starting and uh, having a handover period and I guess taking over full-time in uh, in February this year, but I wonder whether you've had a chance to have any thoughts about what you hope to achieve, particularly over the next 12 months or so. A lot of that is going to be very much a, a settling in period and, and a setting up period, but what, I, what I'm really hoping to achieve over the next couple of years is a lot around just um, stabilizing the organization. We've had a lot of wonderful growth over the past few years, uh, and now it's time to to uh, look back at what we've achieved and, and refocused on where we want to go and just make sure that we can uh, continue to sustain what we've achieved. What, uh, if anything, terrifies you about the role? Um, look, nothing absolutely terrifies me because I know that the staff of BCA are wonderful and very, very capable of doing their jobs. And I know that I have their support and I also have the support of our board and our former leaders group. So between all of us, um, while I may be the one in the role, uh, I'm certainly not not alone in taking care of the future of the organisation. And next week we speak with incoming President Fiona Woods. If you'd like to contact Blind Citizens Australia, the phone number is 1800 033 660. That number again, 1800 033 660. Or you can email bca at bca.org.au. bca at bca.org.au. In the meantime, I'll talk to you again next week. We'll achieve the realisation of a dream. Of our dreams